I am Dr. Heather Moore. I own Total Performance Physical Therapy. Tonight we're going to go over the number one cause of shoulder pain and how to treat it. So this is something that everybody suffers with at least once in their lifetime, I think. Um, it's becoming just as prevalent as back pain. And the problem is we ignore it so much because, well, you got two shoulders. So if one hurts, just use the other one. And a lot of times this steamrolls into neck pain. And then you get numbness and tingling in your fingers. And then it just kind of keeps going. So it's really important when you recognize that there's a shoulder issue that you address it. It is really easy to stop doing things to make the shoulder pain go away when really all you're doing is narrowing your scope until you can't use it anymore. Um, most people that come and see me who either have a rotator cuff tear or recovering from surgery that has fixed a rotator cuff tear did not get there because of a horrific accident. Most people are like, I went to shut the door and all of a sudden I felt this, you know, sharp pain or, or I went to turn the key and I, and I felt the sharp pain. Something so benign that you've done a billion times in your life and all of a sudden, you know, your rotator cuff snaps. So that is, you know, why we're going over this is because there has been some questions coming my way on, you know, what did I do, you know, to, to, to get this? And the fact of the matter is, is that when you have a rotator cuff tear, you have shoulder pain, um, shoulder pain most often is just kind of letting you know that your rotator cuff is irritated in some way, shape, or form. So we're going to go over how we relieve that irritation and how important it is to relieve that irritation. So let's just kind of look at the shoulder joint um, so we can... Now again, here's my artistic ability coming into play. It's horrific, but we're going to go with it. So here's your spine right here. So then here you have your shoulder blades drawn to scale. So here we got shoulder blades right here. And then we have our little bone and arm. Okay, so that's the bone and that's the arm. We'll write arm since that's probably not anywhere near uh, decipherable. What happens is, is on your shoulder blade, it extends out to here, okay? Now, a lot of people just call their shoulder blade the bone that they can feel in their back, okay? But you have, if you touch the top of your shoulder, there is, in fact, a bone right on the top there. Um, and what happens is, is this bone and this bone, so your arm bone and this bone, there's a little tunnel that goes through here, okay? And what that does is it lets the rotator cuff go easily right through there. Not the case. And this is where a lot of shoulder pain develops. This is probably where the most shoulder pain develops, okay? When we sit at our desk like this, look at our phone like this, all we're doing is taking this space that's supposed to be this bone and this part of your arm where the rotator cuff is supposed to be going through, as you slump forward, you actually close that space. Okay, so then instead of having this much space to go through, and that's not how much space it actually has to go through, but I'm not gonna show you because you won't see it. Instead of having this much space to go through, it's gonna have this much space to go through. And then it'll have this much space to go through, okay? The more and more you begin to sit like this and your neck goes like this, it becomes smaller. 
So what happens and why does that hurt? Well, you're pinching your muscle, first of all. Second of all, on the bone up top here, you have a little bit of a divot, okay? So you have a little, it goes down into that opening. So instead of having this nice open area for your rotator cuff to run, it's got a little bit of a protrusion in there. Now most of us, especially if you're an overhead athlete, swimmer, the rest of you, I don't know, but if you're an overhead athlete, you've got a bigger prominence that comes down, most of you. Most of you who did volleyball, some sort of, of sport that puts you overhead a lot, you'll have a bigger drop. So instead of you having this nice open area for this rotator cuff to go through, you're already starting with that much space. Now you slouch and all of a sudden, now you have nothing. Now this muscle is being pinched off. Why does a rotator cuff happen when you just put a key in the door for the thousandth time and it happens that day? Because what happens is this bone up here is literally sawing away at your rotator cuff. Okay, your rotator cuff isn't stationary. As I move my arm back and forth, my rotator cuff is sliding in and out. Okay, it's sliding in and out of that little opening. So as you move, and if you're hunched over and you reach for your mouse, or you reach for your phone, or you're typing on your phone, that, that phone up top is literally sawing like that on the muscle, okay? So that's why all of a sudden you're just going to put a key in the door, or you're going to lift something, and it's going to go bam, and you're going to go, oh my gosh, I can't move my arm. And you're like, I didn't do anything. I just opened a door, I just lifted something. Well, it gets to the point where it's just a thread. And then it goes away. Now most of us ignore it. Most of us, until it actually snaps, ignore it. Because we can make do with other parts of our arm. All right, we can make do with other parts of our shoulder. So we ignore it. And that's where the sawing comes into play. Now if you're lucky enough, only hurts right there, okay? And that's why a lot of times when you change position and be like, eh, I have like shoulder pain, it doesn't always come, it's, you know, there's no real reason why it's there, it just comes and goes. No, there is a real reason. It's because when you sit like this and you push on that muscle and you shut off some of the blood supply, and then all of a sudden like you sit up straight or you change position or, you know, you allow that space to open up, all of a sudden there's a rush of blood in there Oh, relief. Now what normally will happen and what we usually see because everyone waits forever and a day to get treated is we wind up seeing people when they have neck pain, when they have a rotator cuff tear, okay? Because it doesn't just stop at this poor posture, which is the biggest cause of shoulder pain out there. And I know those of you who watch all my videos are like, if this girl says the word posture one more time, but it is, like, and there's no fix for it. There's no way to be like, oh, well, I'm just gonna show you how to work around garbage posture, because it doesn't work. You either do it or you don't. And if you don't do it, then don't complain to me that you, you hurt, because I can't fix you, neither can anybody else, if you just wanna sit like this. Go for it, but you have to accept that you're gonna be in pain, okay? And then what happens is, as the shoulder begins to hurt, 
and that space becomes smaller, the muscles up top in your, well, here's your head, yeah, and here's your neck, and here's your muscles that attach to your shoulder. Again, very sophisticated drawing. What happens is you're going to start to shrug your shoulder like this, totally subconsciously, all right? It is going to happen when you don't even realize it. And then all of a sudden you're going to be walking around and your shoulder's going to be like this. All well and good if doing this didn't close that gap even more. And what happens is as you close the gap even more, now you're starting to get nerves that are coming into play here, okay? Nerves that start at your neck and go all the way down into your arm. How many people started with shoulder pain that now they have numbness and tingling every once in a while? Yeah, a lot of people, that is the course that it follows. If it doesn't go into a cuff tear, it goes into numbness and tingling. If you have shoulder pain and it is noticeable and you have it and you realize that, man, I know the last time I woke up with shoulder pain, it was last Tuesday or it was last month, you have a problem that's not going away. And when it does go away, you're just tricking your body into making it better. And your body will compensate and it'll do whatever until it can't anymore. And then you're in here for months as opposed to weeks. So this is your nerve that goes all the way down into your hand. You get numbness and tingling. You can't feel your arm, okay? You're getting pain down into the side of your shoulder. Anybody? Pain down into there? Very common with shoulder pain, okay? That's when things start to progress and get worse and worse and worse. Now, just kind of a side note that I need to say because this is my world and I live in it. There is no magic pill, okay? None. So just like if you go out and you eat 10,000 calories one day, you're not going to gain 50 pounds, okay? So if you, if you wake up and you're in incredible shoulder pain, and you're like, I'm going to fix my shoulder, I'm going to sit in good posture, and you do that for one day, it is not going to fix it. Your pain will not go away, I promise you. You might feel a little bit better. You may feel nothing. It depends on how far it's gone along. All right? So don't expect to, to sit properly or to get a standing desk and change your posture one day and be like, that girl doesn't know what she's talking about. I'm still in a lot of pain. This is awful. Yeah, you're going to be in a lot of pain. If you're in a lot of pain now and all you do is correct your posture for one day, you're going to be in a lot of pain. Okay? You're going to need to set reminders for yourself. All right? One really good way to do it is to set a reminder on your phone, set a reminder on your computer every 15 minutes. This is not a break. This is not a trip to the water cooler. This is not a time to get up and talk to your coworkers, okay? It is just a time to stand up and then sit back down. Standing up for five seconds, 10 seconds resets everything and it forces you to realize how you're sitting. When we sit at a computer, it just sucks us in, okay? So you really need to be aware of how you're sitting at all times. And yeah, you're going to drive yourself crazy, you know, thinking about it. But it will get worse. That bullseye, here's my bullseye that we talk about a lot. My bullseye, we're out here. You got your throwing. 
You got your, you know, weightlifting. You got your whatever, running. Although running is not too effective with the shoulder pain. But out here are all these activities that you like to do. Swimming. All right. But, you know, you don't really need to do it. So you stop doing it. And that circle goes away. Okay? Because now you've limited it. You've limited your life because your shoulder hurts. But it's not a big deal because you didn't really, you know, whatever. So you miss working out. You're cranky. You gain weight. But all in all, you're still able to do everything. This in here is reaching overhead with like a gallon of milk or reaching overhead to put things away. Okay? Reaching. You know, the basic things that you kind of have to do, sitting at your computer, driving, all right, things that are, you know, a little bit more strenuous than sleeping, but still things that you have to do. You can't get out of driving. You can't get out of going to work. You can't get out of reaching overhead. Once that outer circle is gone, this circle begins to be attacked. This circle begins to start to slowly disappear. And again, it goes away of, oh, okay, I'm just not going to drive as long today. I'm just not going to sit as much today. All right? Until that's, that, that circle's gone. All right? And then you're left with the basics of life. Sleeping. Okay? You can't even sleep during so much pain. Once that goes away. This is where we usually see, see people, too is when they can't sleep anymore because it's just, they lay on it and it shoots them through the roof or they can't even lay on it because it's in so much pain. This takes forever and a day to get better from. If we see you when you're just starting to limit the activities, like swimming or weightlifting or whatever, gardening, when we, if we see you then, we can get it better like that. When we see you and you're here, we have to go through ebbs and flows and plateaus and frustrations for us and frustrations for you. So don't put it off until this becomes affected. And, and I promise you, the more you start to pull back on, on activities, it'll get to this point. So what is the biggest exercise that you can do? There are a lot of variations of this exercise, okay? But all it is is shoulder depression. For many of you, it is just pushing your shoulders down, okay? And it's telling yourself to do that a thousand times a day, okay? Because every time you look, you're going to be up here. For some of you, you're going to put your fist on a table or on a ball, and you're going to push down, okay? And that's going to be a shoulder depression. It's the same exact exercise, just adding a little bit more resistance. Some of you are going to take a cable column at the gym, bring it down, and start to depress your shoulders. Okay? A really good overlooked exercise, which opens up that space that causes so many problems. Okay? I can't tell you how many times I assign this exercise to people who are in extremely good shape, and they can't get through 10 without fatigue. All right? So why they're in here with shoulder issues. All right? It makes a big difference. Start off by just seeing every time you check. Set a reminder on your phone. Go in there and check. See where your shoulder height is. Push them down. See how high your shoulders are. Push them down. And if you're finding that that's becoming a more of a pattern and when you check they're not up anymore, 
then go ahead and add some weight. Go and get the cable column at the gym and just start doing this. The exercise is not this. We are not working triceps, okay? I see this a lot when I assign it, all right? It is a small movement. It's just up and down, okay? If you put a bar in your hand and you shrug up, that is the exact opposite of what you're trying to do, all right? So I see a lot of people doing shoulder shrugs and nobody's doing depressions. Trust me, most people's upper traps, if you shrug your shoulders, you're not going to push them down. But yet, if you ask them to push down the same amount of weight, they're not going to be able to, to do it. Or if you ask them to sit on the edge of a table and push their butt off the table 30 times, they're not going to be able to do it. Okay? Shoulder shrugs should never be done, especially if you can't do this with the same amount of weight. Put a cable in your hand and push down. Okay? You're basically fighting the bar pulling you up. 